A wild weekend in the NHL means an extra jam-packed of the Monday episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Waiver Wire Monday with all of our favorite targets. Line A out, Ottinger out, and that means opportunities and holes to fill. Let's get this money. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hockey heads, fantasy fanatics, and of course, degenerate gamblers, welcome back to your source. It's the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, big Monday episode. We're always jam-packed on Mondays, but I got a lot to talk about. Steel's here to hold me down. Thank you for making us your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Make sure you download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Steel. Hat tricks, Jack Hughes doing his thing, injuries, all kinds of exciting NHL action over the last couple of days. And we're going to kick it off by talking about Jake Ottinger. He goes down on Friday. A little bit of an awkward look in play. He's a number one goaltender steal and a Vesna threat on a good team. We got to talk about it. Patrick Line will keep this one short and sweet. Shocker, hurt again. Look, we're not going to poke fun at a guy for getting hurt. But what we will talk about, Steele, is how much of a joke this guy's career is starting to turn into in terms of fantasy. I'm already heated. And then, of course, waiver wire targets. A lot of interesting situations that are popping off. Monday's bets. I'm going to keep it tight, Steele. We got a busy, busy day. Families are in town. Happy birthday to Mama Rodin, by the way. Big <laughs> shout out there. Let's get it, though, Steele. Let's talk Ottinger and then line A quickly. What's your take on these situations? Yeah, with Jake Ottinger, I think I think the Dallas Stars are, you know, it's obviously unfortunate to lose your starting goaltender, but I, I really like Scott Wedgwood as a backup goaltender. Me too. I think he, he's very dependable. He can come in and take over for games and really, he's one of those guys who just, again, like I, I talk about James Reimer, he gives you 110%. I see the same thing from Scott Wedgwood and one of mm-hmm. those other guys from Arizona Coyote goaltenders that go. we've seen kind of prosper yeah. up uh, in the NHL over the past couple Weird. of seasons. And he's a great backup, so... It's unfortunate they lose Jake Ottinger. You know, I know they've been this season compared to the last few seasons. They've tried to reduce his uh, his uh, start, the games he starts, uh, you know, try to make sure he's not as worn out by the time the playoffs come around. But obviously, you don't want to get him injured. You don't want to see him injured. But I, I can look at towards Scott Wedgwood and have all accountability, reliability, and dependability that he's going to come in and do the job because the Stars are one of the best teams in the Western Conference right now. They are, and unfortunately for Ottinger owners, me being one of them, yeah, yeah, the Dallas Stars still get wins, but he's been allowing quite a few goals over the last number of games. He hasn't been his best, for sure. He hasn't been his best, but I'm not going to actually discredit his value. To me, he's yeah. still right up there. He's not in that echelon of Hellebuck, Vasilevsky, you know, and then I'd throw Sorokin and probably Shesterkin in there. That's like my 1A, but he's in the 1B. He's yeah. right there in the 1B in terms of fantasy options. And he goes down. It's going to be a hole to fill. Right away, Scott Wedgwood's getting the run out. And you mentioned his reliability as a number two goaltender. Right now, he's going to be the number one goaltender. So if you need a fill-in this week for a goalie option, he's out there. I think I saw 3% on ESPN, a little higher on Yahoo. 
Go out there and grab yourself some some Scotty Wedgwood because he's solid. Patrick Line, not solid. Clearly, this is a guy who is a little bit made of glass. I'm not making fun of him. It happens in professional sports. We're human beings. Not everyone's as durable as others. Six-week busted clavicle. He gets hurt against the Leafs. This is a player steal that, for fantasy fanatics is probably right up there on the list of players that drive you wild. You mentioned that it's the guy he, you drop, he scores six in a week. Then you add him, he gets hurt. This is the same song and dance with Patrick Line. And just when things actually, you know, this Columbus Blue Jackets team, say what you will steal, because I actually will talk about them at waiver wire in a sec. There are some interesting young offensive pieces. And if Line is not careful, pretty soon, they're going to play him right out of his minutes. Yeah, and it's just so unfortunate to see this player go down almost yeah. every other game now. Like I, I went on a little bit of a rant on Twitter the other day after this injury, and it's just so frustrating because he, you know, he was sick for three days. He comes back and scores a couple of goals, gets a couple of assists, and then he gets injured with this, with this, uh, you know, out for six weeks with a a fractured clavicle in his last five games that he's actually played in. He was yep. starting to heat up. He had four yep. points in his last five games that he's played, but yep. it's the unreliability. You know, again, we talk about guys who just seem to get injured all the time. You cannot yep. depend on them. And this is one of those players. And it, you're right. His career, you know, as, as much as we want to see this player succeed mm -hmm. and prosper in the NHL, his career is going down the drain at this point because he doesn't matter what he does and how serious, how it doesn't matter how serious these injuries are. Yeah. He can't get rid of them. He's always getting injured. And for fantasy owners out there, it's a struggle. I I've got him in, I believe the, uh, the casual listener league that we're in. Mm -hmm. And I I'm at a point where it's just super frustrating. But like you said, it's one of those players where you drop him, And when he comes back, he just pops off for like, seven points in three games or something like that. So mm -hmm. Patrick Line has just been one of those fantasy players that has just been really getting under my skin lately because I want to see him succeed, but this injury bug, it's been through, it's been with him since he was drafted in the yeah. NHL. Time for time for him to honestly, if you are a fantasy GM now, this is the last chance. You know, we say yeah. this sometimes. That was the nail in his coffin. Yeah, the offensive upside, his peripherals have been down as well. You know, hey, he started his career on an impressive heater. It's more of a name now, and I think that's sometimes how we get caught up with these fantasy pieces. It's an yeah. attractive name. He's got a good shot. He can score when he's healthy. You got to just mention it. Six weeks, he's out. You got to be dropping this guy. I wouldn't even honestly put him on the IR at this point, Steel. Although, watch him come back after everyone's yeah, written him off. <laughs> but I'm not even going to speculate that because for me uh, now, it's an absolute must drop. Probably would have been already, but I understand why you haven't. Let's hit this waiver wire because, look, you and I break down waiver wires every single Monday. It's important. We've talked all about it. Good GM can make the moves and really uh, augment their team. Right now, I'm getting beat up in our competitive league steal. <laughs> Casual league's looking a little bit better. It's been a tough couple of weeks. Hey, I come on here and preach. Don't let your, you know, it's easy, your personal life to get in the way. And then look at what happens. You get busy and I slack and now I'm hurting. Anyhow, Gabriel Velarde is getting a top line look on a really good Winnipeg Jets team. And if you weren't buying into the Winnipeg Jets before, I'd be buying into them now because they are really cooking. Kyle Connor goes down steel. And I'm pretty sure because I just wanted to bring this up. Kyle Connor goes down. They beat the LA Kings 5-2. And then they beat the Colorado Avalanche 6-2. This is a good team. Velarde's getting a look on that top line and have a look. 
five points in his last two games, three goals, sorry, six, three goals, three assists. He's playing on the top line with Shifley and Ehlers. That's all you need to say. I'll leave it at this too. I wrote it right here. 37% on ESPN, 22 on Yahoo. Go out there and get yourself some Gabe Velarde this week for sure. Well, I was going to save him for last, but since he started off, I'll just continue the conversation. I also have Gabe Velarde on this waiver wire targets for this week. Rostered at 22%, like you said, on Yahoo. He was injured at the beginning of the season against his former team in the LA Kings in a knee-on-knee collision with Blake Lazat. He comes back after missing 16 games and puts on a clinic to start the holiday season. Nine points in 11 games so far, plus seven, 28 shots. The other peripherals will start to come as he gets more and more into the game. But like you said, six points in his last two games. And how about a four-point night against his former team, the LA Kings? And, man, you were right before we started this, uh, before the season started. Winnipeg is looking dangerous right now. And they've even been doing this without Kyle Connor the last couple of games. We know what they look like with him in the lineup. It's unreal what Winnipeg is doing. I did not expect this from them. I saw a little bit of a regression, like we talked about, from Josh Morrissey, maybe even Mark Shifley. But they they found their chemistry. They found their confidence. And they're rolling right now in their division three games this upcoming week for the Winnipeg Jets. They're on an Atlantic uh, division tour, Montreal Canadians, Detroit Red Wings and Boston Bruins this upcoming week. Hey, Gabe Velarde, good Kingston, Ontario boy. Good wins are spitfire as well. Shout out to a really good situation. Speaking of which Pavel Zaka goes down. Morgan geeky is up in Boston. I don't know if you saw the David Pasternak shenanigans, but I'm pretty sure he's going to get a suspension. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to get a hearing. It looked like it's suspendable. I don't know. Maybe we can talk about that on tomorrow's episode. But if Morgan Geeky gets any look in that top line, I actually don't know what the long-term, I think Zaka is going to be back sooner than later. I don't know for sure, so don't quote me on that. But right now, Morgan Geeky getting the opportunity, minutes up, Steel, playing on the top line. If Pasternak is out this week, that changes my take here. I'm less attracted to Geeky if Pasternak does face any kind of supplementary penalties. But Geeky up to playing over almost 19 minutes a night over the last couple of games steal. He's got three points, a goal, and two assists. This opportunity alone, if you need a forward, also he throws around his body. I love Morgan Geeky's game. We looked at this player a lot in the lead up to the season as maybe getting an opportunity. I'm going to stop talking. If Morgan Geeky and Pasternak are playing together this week, he's out there in all leagues, 3% on both Yahoo and ESPN. Go ahead and take a look at Morgan Geeky. Yeah, I think you might as well have to at this point. Uh, especially we've talked about a few of those Boston Bruin players. You know, Charlie Coyle's been a little bit better. better. I talked about James Van Riemsdyk, but Morgan Geeky's getting an opportunity right now. And we talked, you talked about him, uh, you know, back in the, in the off season, the summertime, a lot. So, you know, he's making the most out of this opportunity and the Boston Bruins doesn't seem, doesn't matter what's going on in their lineup. They lose two of their best players and Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci. Um, right. And they continue to roll with some of these other guys uh, that they filled in. Here so we go. It is yep. what it is with the Boston yep. Bruins, but Morgan yep. Geeky is definitely a solid look for this upcoming week. Appreciate that. We don't need to go down the sad train. It's the <laughs> holiday season, ladies and gentlemen, and we're trying to keep things positive. That's why we're going to roll on to the rest of our favorite waiver wire targets for the upcoming week to make sure your team is in tip-top shape. We're also going to wrap up with Monday's big-time bets. we got a five-game betting board, but today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. When you're buying tickets to your favorite event, concerts, theater, 
and especially sports, it doesn't have to be stressful, and it should never be. Been to the gate. The scan code doesn't work. The QR code isn't working. It's stressful. With game time, you get the last-minute deals, flash deals, zone deals, and it's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, and it's never stressful. They have a lowest price guaranteed, event cancellation protection, and job loss protection. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Steele and I are loving the game time app for getting NHL seats, so make sure you download the game time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNNHL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account. Redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L for 20 bucks off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Big news from Locked On. They've launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows covering every single league. So make sure you go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. And thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Please hit the subscribe, the follow button, and a five-star review. We appreciate all that love and support you show us every single day. That's why every Monday we've got the waiver wire targets for the upcoming week for all of our listeners out there. I've got a couple of honorable mentions before I get to my second player that I want to talk about. I love the honorable mention, Steele. Also, by the way, I did want to tease the new segment you and I are going to be breaking down each week. Start, stash, or cut. Steele and I are going to be looking at three trending fantasy players. I believe we're going to do it. We're going to do it every Thursday, Steele. Every Thursday. For sure. But I think Thursdays, stash, start, and cut. We're going to be taking a look at three trending fantasy pieces. So make sure you're tuned in for Thursday's episodes. I had to get that plug in there, Steele, because we're getting real serious on the channel. Got to get the plugs in all week long. But yeah, a few honorable mentions before I get to my next player here. First of all, just trying to think outside the box a little bit, looking at some guys under 10%. Uh, Love that. Me too. D- Dakota Joshua of the Vancouver Canucks. Six Ooh. goals, 11 points uh, so far this season. Big 32 lad. shots, 90 hits, 17 blocks. He's. I, I want to mention his name because he's been real hot lately. He's got four points in his last three games. So I just want to mention him. And he's getting it done in the bottom six. Respect. Also, maybe you have this player because I think you might have alluded to it. But Igor Chinikov of the Columbus Blue Jackets, 8 goals, 12 points. He's on a four-game point streak, four-game goal streak, and seven-point total in that that point streak right now. He's been bumped up to that makeshift first line because they've got a ton of injuries. Boone Jenner, Jack Roslevic, obviously Patrick Laine all on the IR. So that top line, it seems like it's all... Uh, Russians or or, or yeah. uh, Europeans from over there. So I think they're all Russian. I think they might all be Russians. Um, but yeah, it's makeshift for uh, makeshift first line for the club is Blue Jackets. But they've looked really good so far, and they're getting it done. So I wanted to give a shout out to those two players. But I also want to talk about another Igor. But it's Igor Sharon Govich of the Calgary Flames roster yep. at twenty three percent. Couple right of Igors on this up, list. He's up twenty two percent on Yahoo from last week alone, and that just speaks to yep. how great he's been playing this stretch uh, of December has really started to find his confidence and his comfort and finding chemistry on that top line with Lindholm and Andrew Mangiapane 11 goals 19 points in 31 games nine points in his last eight games for the Calgary Flames currently on a five-game goal streak he's got 63 shots shooting at 17 and a half percent right now and the Flames got three games this week Florida Panthers Anaheim Ducks 
and the LA Kings, and they've been playing a lot better lately. And Igor Sharangovich, again, just one of those guys that the Calgary Flames wanted in that Tyler Toffoli trade. They wanted to get a little bit younger. They yep. wanted to start this rebuild a little bit, get some younger players. And Igor Sharangovich is finally getting comfortable in Calgary, and he's feeling himself right now the month of December. Finally getting something out of that trade, which obviously yeah. Flames fans are much maligned for that one. And uh, <laughs> Anyway, Igor, shout out to the Igors. Yeah, Shinakov, or I'm butchering that name, but anyway, Igor number one. Uh, playing on that line is very interesting. Voronkov and Marchenko, and they are yeah. all young, good Russian players. That's a top 2020 pick for the Columbus Blue Jackets. So many good young picks for this team. You can't help but feel that. Look, all three of those players, they have to round out the rest of their game defensively and actually, you know, maybe actually beef up on the size a little bit. But there is a lot to like. And I had to just give him some love. 2% on Yahoo, 1% on ESPN for Shinankov, uh, and Sabres, Caps, and Leafs this week for the Jackets. So I'm liking that. Very quickly, Steel. We mentioned Scotty Wedgwood. That deserves a real look. So that's off my list yeah. as well. I gave a shout out to Velarde. I haven't had the numbers on Jordan Cairo, but just right before we came on, I caught the highlights again of that Blues game. And I caught all of his media. I don't yeah. know if you saw those interviews. Something was up there with Barube and him. Something didn't smell right. I don't know what, and I'm not going to speculate, but I'm going to look at Jordan Cairo. And I wrote about this last week after the firing. Sometimes it really does light a fire under a young player's butt. And maybe if they weren't getting along, this is what Cairo needed. He's probably owned very high, especially after the weekend where he looked really good. I just wanted to say if he is out there in any of your leagues, I'm not even looking at their schedule or nothing. I think Jordan Cairo turns the page, and that's what I saw over the weekend. So I just wanted to throw that out as my honorable mention. And lastly, this is your boy, another good Russian player, Ivan Barbashev, getting yeah. top-line look with Mark Stone and Jack Eichel. By the way, Mark Stone, absolute stud. Put him on any team and slap the C on him, and they're a cup threat. Anyway, <laughs> Barbashev, six foot one, little bit of a guy who does a little bit of everything. Seven goals, seven assists, 53 shots on net, 14 pims. He gets a block shot, three hits last game. I like the Vegas Golden Knights schedule as well. Let me bring that up. Lightning, Canes, and Panthers on, on paper. That's like, okay, it might be a tough one. All three of those teams, aside from maybe the Panthers, are going through it of late. So I'll take Barbashev, 63% on ESPN, 46 on Yahoo. And I'll leave it at this deal because I'm pretty sure he's feeling it right now. And that was the last reason because he looked good on the highlights. Two goals in his last two games, five points in his last four games. Have a look at your boy, Ivan Barbashev. Gotta love some Barbie out there. Ivan hey. Barbashev getting it done all over the ice. He's getting a good opportunity on that top line. Like That's it. That's just I, it. Loving the deployment. I've got one final player before we move on to big-time bets, where the money is Hit made. Me. I did not think that I'd be mentioning Colton Sissons this much as as I have this season. I like but it. I gotta talk about Colton Sissons again. 8% yeah. rostered right now. He's been an absolute workhorse this entire season for Nashville and has really given them and fantasy hockey GMs a nice surprise with his play. 10 yeah. goals, 16 points in 31 games, 20 penalty minutes, two power play goals, three shorthanded goals, two game winning goals, 54 shots, 45 hits. He This guy's been doing it all, but he's been a perennial bottom six player yeah. for oh, Nashville. Yeah. Bottom six beauty. On? Bottom six beauty, very dependable, and all of a sudden he has an extra gear that no one's that no one's known about, and he's playing his heart out right he now is. for the Nashville Predators. Yeah. You know, a veteran who's been with them for a long time, playing on the third line with Cody Glass and Trennan, yes. but even playing on the third line, 
He's on the first power play unit. Yes, he's he on is. the first penalty kill unit. Yep. And he's already gotten a few good looks. Like I said, three shorthanded goals and two power play goals. He's capitalizing on all of these opportunities. Three games this upcoming week for the Nashville Predators, Vancouver Canucks, Philadelphia Flyers, and Dallas Stars. So a little bit of a tougher schedule yep. for them this upcoming week sure. heading into Christmas. But the Nashville Predators have been very solid uh, over the last month, month and a bit. They're in it's the true. first wild card spot. I believe their record is 19 and 12 or 18 and 13, something along those lines. I don't have the standings right up I got in front it right of here. me. I'll confirm for but you. But they've been great. They're they're in that what, first 18, wild 13 card spot. and 0. 18, 13 and 0. They, they're in that first wild card spot and they're they're getting it done right now from a lot of the guys that they've acquired this offseason, as well as some of their veterans and their young players. So they're feeling themselves. I don't I'm not completely sold that they're in rebuild stage right now because they're 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 firing up the standings right now. Two points back of the division lead. That central yeah. division is tighter than a drum steal. Even <laughs> the St. Louis Blues are only seven yeah. points back technically. So, and if you want to get serious, and then the Wild are only three points back of that. So seven through one. By the time we're talking about, you know, spring rolling around, this could be a very <laughs> different looking division, by the way. Poyle, you know, general manager of all time, masterclass. Look at this team that he leaves. Just when you're ready to count out the Preds, some of these good young pieces, Evangelista, some of the guys they bring in, Colton Sissons even. What a beauty just playing his heart out. You mentioned the deployment on that top power play unit. Week to week, this is where you as a fantasy GM, doesn't matter that it's Colton Sissons. He's getting deployed on a team playing well on the top power play unit and he's scoring. Add him. Doesn't matter if it says 6%, 7%, 8%. Does it make sense? Is the deployment matching? Is it a good schedule? Those line up, take a shot. It's worth the risk. That's how you get this loot. Speaking of which, take us to bets, pal. Big time bets right around the corner. But first, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. That's where you can be placing all of your bets right now this Ooh. upcoming week and for the future. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, which we urge you to do so because it's the best app out there, there's no better time to get into the action. The app is super safe. And easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and, of course, the same game parlay that we love here on the Locked On Fantasy mm -hmm. Hockey Podcast. So visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On and kick off the NFL season right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Continue to hit the subscribe, leave a follow button, and a five-star review. We do really appreciate all that love and support you show us Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock in the morning is when you can find all of our episodes. And Flip, if you don't mind, I'd really just like to start off with this first pick that I've got going into Monday night. Yeah, let's have a week. This has not been the start the Detroit Red Wings have been looking for since Patrick Kane made his debut four games ago. I believe they haven't won a single game with him in the lineup yet. That's all going to change Monday night. I'm taking the Red Wings on the money line against the Anaheim Ducks, who yep. have been probably Doo -doo. the worst team for Doo -doo. the last month and a half. They're on a five-game losing streak. They're 1-9-0 in their last 10 games. They have been doo-doo, like you said. Yes. I'm taking yes. the Red Wings on the money line. Patrick Kane's going to get his first win of the mm. season with his mm. new club. That's oh, he's got one. Monday. 
Yeah, he's got he's got one, I believe. Yeah. But but I'm with you on this take. I actually have the Red Wings as well. The odd is going to be heavy for the Wings at home. Also, I think when you look at the head-to-head, did you mention the head-to-head? The head-to-head is actually split pretty evenly. Five, two, and three for the Red Wings head-to-head against the Ducks. I'm loving this angle, though, because look at those games the Ducks are losing. Yeah. They are, like, I know that it was a one-goal game against the Islanders, and it was a one-goal game against the Blackhawks, but those are tough games to lose. My goodness me. And then they get pumped by the Rangers. And looking at their injury steal, and I know Zegris has been out for a while, and Jamie Drysdale, yeah. fantasy-wise, has disappointed. Zegris, Drysdale, and McTavish, those are three very important young pieces for this team. And the second that they come back, because McTavish is close, and I believe Zegris and Drysdale are right around the corner, Mm -hmm. I might be taking a different look at this Ducks team because at the start of the season, some of these good young pieces, including McTavish, I think he might be the key to that whole forward success because him and Vetrano had it going. Anyway, I'm going to stop. Red Wings, money line, going to hammer it. (laughs) I'm going to do a parlay with these three, though, Steel, because I'm taking a couple of home favorites, so I'm not feeling the odds, but the Red Wings are my first pick. My second pick, if you don't mind, I'll just rattle off both of mine real quick because, you know, we got to get to biz, as our buddy Blake says. Jets money line at home. The Montreal Canadiens have a good record in their last 10 against the Winnipeg Jets. And that's what I wanted to mention. I got to show them love. 7-2-1 and one, the Canadiens hold headed into this win in their last 10 against the Jets. But I don't care because we mentioned it earlier. This Winnipeg Jets team is for real. They have big bodies, balanced scoring. Good blue line, maybe a bit underrated. Maybe that bottom couple, you know, any blue line is going to need some love. If that's what you have to address in Winnipeg, it might be that. And one of the best goalies in the business, if not the best goaltender in the Western Conference. So, and they're beating Colorado and LA handily. Jets, money line, feeling that one steal. And lastly, my favorite bet on this show is Sidney Crosby, anytime (laughs) assist. They got pumped on Saturday night, and they we're going to talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs, I think, this week, because maybe we need to start paying attention. I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid just yet, Steel, but the boys are rolling. Anyhow, lock of the night, Minnesota rolls into Pittsburgh. Usually, Sidney Crosby bounces back in a big way. He doesn't like to lose, and he doesn't like to be embarrassed. So I'm taking this angle. I don't know if I want to pick Minnesota or Pittsburgh. I think this is going to be a good close game. However, and I'm done talking. I'm going to let you have yours. I'm My bad. 22 career regular season games against the wild for Sid 22 assists and 10 goals. Sidney Crosby, anytime assist lock of the night. And we're going to have to start keeping a running tally on this deal because I swear down every time I bet Sid, anytime Apple it hits. It's hundred percent accuracy. Every time you hit, <laughs> you pick Sidney Crosby, anytime assist, it hits Let's every go. single night. So Hey, you got to go with what works for you. Back and that to the is well, working. baby. Back to the well all the time. Two picks, uh, last two picks for me. We'll I am going to take the Wild on the money line on yeah. the road against the Pittsburgh Penguins. They've I just like been it. playing really good. Pittsburgh Penguins have not been great this yes. season. And I really, again, I just, ever since we, you know, they fired Dean Evison, just like we saw from mm-hmm. the, uh, the Edmonton Oilers as well. Good point. Head coach change has really rejuvenated and, put all of their players head on straight and focused up. So I'm going to take the wild True. on the money line at plus 100. Yeah. I don't hate it. The uh, Pittsburgh penguins, but I'm also going to go to that jets game, but I'm going to take the jets on the puck line against the Canadians nice. at plus plus one twenty right now. And just because of what I've seen from them over the last couple of games against top tier teams in the yep. LA Kings and Colorado, Colorado avalanche. Exactly. This is going to be a, another good test for them. Like you said, Canadians don't really give them uh 
they do give them a little bit of a difficult uh, match between when they play each other. So yeah. I'm going to take the Jets on the puck line just because of how they've been playing the last uh, the last week, especially without Kyle Connor too. So Gabe Velarde back in the lineup. Let's see what he can do this upcoming stretch. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. And again, go check out Locked On on YouTube. They've launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. They're here for you 24-7, seven days a week, any time of the day you can tune in. So make sure you go to Locked On Sports today, YouTube, and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. And thank you again so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.